I forget about our new music. I love oh, no, it. I love it too. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant and Tom Bridwell. Yay. What's up, everybody? Oh, um, not well, actually, I have an announcement to make. Let's go. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> You'll be really Dang. glad to know. I would make that a would lot be quite of money. A story. It would be quite a story. So as soon as I have no uterus, nothing. You would make a lot <laughs> of money. I would make a lot of money. Well, if you go to Amazon and you put in Janice Gant, Prince Charming is Dead or in Rehab is available to purchase. Serious? Yeah. Wait a minute. I yes. thought it just went to print. Well, it did like about t- about a week ago. And it's it already is, ready? It is pu- published. Yes. Hot damn. I know. That's awesome. Congratulations. I'm so excited. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So everybody can order it right yeah, now. You can order it right now. Let's go. Yeah. Everybody stop what you're doing. <laughs> And go to Amazon and buy it. I read it, and it is fabulous. Oh, thanks, Toba. Oh, it is. And, you know, I'm engaged, and, I like, it's really geared towards a single person. Yes. However, the nuggets in it, I have to say, are, they're good for parenting. Uh-huh. They're mm-hmm. good for to give advice to friends. It's good if you're married. It's just good reminders about what it takes to be in a relationship. Yeah. It's a great book. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Phenomenal. I'm so excited. I couldn't believe it. I got an email yesterday, or I guess I checked my emails yesterday, and uh, the 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 publisher, the agent that was working with me said, uh Congratulations! She sent an email that said, "Congratulations, you have been published." It's and I mean, so, did yeah, you and she dance said around the was, house? Yeah, I was so excited. And then, did y'all celebrate? Uh, yeah, we did. I mean, we well, you know, we were excited. I'm going to yeah. have a, a Blair wants to have a little, uh, but like book, book signing thing. Uh huh. So I'll probably do that at some point. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm never going to write another book as long as I live. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah, we talked about that, <laughs> like because then you'd have to have another goal, and your your goal is not to have goals. My goal is just stay alive. <laughs> That's my primary goal: stay alive and attend my grandchildren's sporting oh, events. Tom hilarious. and I drove to Louisville on Saturday night to watch Owen play in an, in a basketball game. Aww. I mean, it's it's the most it's uh, honestly and truly going to those kids their their activities. It's the most fun thing I do. Aww. Except going to San Miguel and recording with you and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you, Janice. Thank you. That is a long time coming. That was oh. blood Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> Did was. your first book, The Shame Game, was that as difficult to plow through and finish? Uh, and- well, it was it was difficult because it took longer because I had thought about it a long time before I started. Mm. And then once mm. I started, it was it was pretty easy for me to get on a roll. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's 
you know, I, I, honestly and truly with both of them, I liked writing Prince Charming is Dead or in Rehab because it's kind of funny. You mm-hmm. know, it's lighthearted it and mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, and a lot the, of the stories are really and stuff. fun to listen to. Uh-huh. And so, you know, so that's that was fun for me mm-hmm. to make it a little irreverent in places mm-hmm. instead Your of... Your personality really comes out in it. It does. For sure. Good. Yeah. It, you know, because the shame game was is so serious, too. Very... But, very anal- not analytical I don't know what the word uh smart yeah it's mm-hmm. it's 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 like it's like treating something yes so, yes and That's and I do put it. a little bit of some of the shame stuff in this book because mm-hmm. it is applicable as far as sure. you know getting yourself straight before you go looking for Prince Charming <laughs> yeah. so anyway yeah yeah congratulations thank you I have thank another you. bit of good news what you're pregnant. I'm definitely not pregnant. Good. Thank God. I don't think I, I don't know that I did good with the three I have. I you don't think did. I need to, <laughs> to do one more. The problem with your children is they're normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's teenagers the problem. And teenagers. <laughs> um, tomorrow is one year since my accident. Oh my gosh. And look at me now, sister. I mean, are, do you I wonder if tomorrow you will have any sort of oh, I've been anxiety? I've been weepy all week. So that's trauma mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. Yeah. I was oh, in yoga Tova. last week on Friday morning and I just started bawling. I bet. Just to be able, just to know that my body can do yoga. I mean, I. I was thinking about the pain that I was in in the hospital. Craig and I were talking about my biggest fear about leaving the hospital was I didn't know how I was going to get from my wheelchair to the car. I remember that. Because it was so painful. Anyway, I'm so excited. I feel like a year mark is always like a a thing, you know, whether it's a loss or a death or a tragedy. I think a year kind of just kind of like, okay, I'm going to shut that door, done with that. I agree. That so. was the scariest thing. I'll never forget. I can't remember who texted Didn't me. Didn't Blair tell you? No, somebody somebody was texted it? me and said Tova's been in a tragic accident. Accident. Maybe Stacy or Natalie. And uh, and I'm and I, I so then I called him back and I said, "Is she going to be okay?" And they said, "I don't. We don't know." Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a miracle. Girl. It was a miracle. Uh huh. Mm. Speaking of Natalie, her and her sweet family are the sponsors for the next three shows. Oh, my gosh. I know. They gave a very generous donation to all of us. I and mean, so, um, oh, that's Tom. so sweet. Thank you're you. You're going to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the McGuire's. <laughs> so this little series, we're going to do yep. three mini series. Um and uh, I'm going to let you introduce our topic. But the okay. McGuire's are sponsoring these next three. So oh, good. Let's go. Good. Okay. So we're going to do uh, probably three of these episodes on this so that we get it all covered enough. And and because I think these are really important. This These are Al-Anon slogans. Mm-hmm. And years ago, I started going to Al-Anon um, which is Al-Anon is a support meeting for people whose lives have been affected by alcohol, somebody else's drinking. Mm-hmm. And so then it's for people of 
the other people, not the drinkers, but the other people that are, as I always said, you know, I was just batshit crazy. There was nothing to blame it on except that I was obsessed with what was happening, trying to fix it, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And uh, so one of the things when I started going to Al-Anon, I the first time I walked into that meeting, I looked around at all the these people, all different uh, from every different place ever, different ages, anything. And I looked around. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't think these are my people. And so I left and probably I think a lot of people probably <laughs> think that the first time they go uh-huh. into something like that. And then and then probably a year later when I drove around one day and tried to figure out how to kill myself because I was told that I could not get out of my marriage. And so I uh, so then I start, went back to Al-Anon and wanted to pitch a tent. I didn't want to ever leave because all those people, they saved my life. They mm. really saved my life. Wow. And one of the things that, that they have in, when you go to those meetings is they have these slogans that are all around the room. Mm-hmm. And so it, they're just one sentence little thing. And, and, that was the way, because when you go in there, you're not sure what this is all about, because mm-hmm. Al-Anon is based on the big book in a lot of ways, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And the guy who started AA, his wife was one of the primary founders of Al-Anon. Huh. And because whenever there's the disease of alcoholism or has been in your family of origin or anything like that, it continues to affect you the rest of your life. And so what we have to do that is have is fix ourselves mm-hmm. you know because most people are so obsessed with the person who's drinking or using drugs or whatever too much or have been in the past we're so focused on trying to control them and get them to stop and we get sick and blah 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 instead of taking the focus off of them and focusing on ourselves mm-hmm. and once you know they i would just sit in that room and cry and because it, these people were were speaking to me. It was probably one of the most impactive thing I've ever experienced as far as a group setting. I've never been in a church service that did what that did mm. to me mm. because it is so spiritual, mm-hmm. you know, it is rooted and, in and, spirituality. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, and I had some hope mm. because people were laughing about it, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember when I did went out in the garage and found all these bottles, and I broke them all. And then the next day, they were all new new bottles back there. Or and there was in I was in a meeting, and there was this woman. She was so pretty, and she was sitting across the room, and she she said. Uh, some people they introduce when you go you introduce yourself and you say hi I'm Janice or not your last name but just your first name and uh and she said I've been coming to Al-Anon for 18 years and I was thinking what you have you're still going because I thought it was going to be like maybe two meetings for me because uh, <laughs> I'm a good student <laughs> done that you know and then I realized that those principles of the program are lifelong lessons mm-hmm. and you get when you have that toolbox with the lesson with, with what Al-Anon is all about then you, it's applicable to Many, 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 many situations. Mm-hmm. So 
what we're going to talk about are the slogans. And for people who've never whose lives have not been affected by alcoholism or have never been to an Al-Anon meeting, I think the you will like these slogans. Great value. Oh my gosh. I've never I've never been to Al-Anon and I read through these and I loved them. Aren't they great? So, oh, they're fabulous. So, let me ask you, it, is Al-Anon and AA, like if I went to Al-Anon here and then I went to Al-Anon, in, say, in San Francisco, is it the same experience? Exactly the same. Okay. Every, it's all based on the same books, the same readings, the big book of AA, and on all the slogans. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So this is a universal mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. if you were to go to Al-Anon. And people who go to Al-Anon actually work the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So then so you get a sponsor just like oh. you do, just like people who are drinking mm-hmm. are using drugs or have. Mm-hmm. They get a sponsor because those of us on the other side of the street, like I was... I needed a lot of help. Yeah, I'm sure. And so it's it so it's really the same program. It's just that like step one is admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable. So that's the first step one of AA. In Al Anon it's the same twelve steps. Mm-hmm. So then you look at that and you think, Yeah, I'm I'm powerless over mm-hmm. alcohol, I'm powerless over people, places, things, mm-hmm. all of those things. All of it. So we can take these these slogans and the steps, which we won't talk about today, really. Although they may be, we may talk a little bit about it, but they're just really good. Life advice. Yes. yes. Al-Anon, um, is it, can it be support for people who are uh, like, like you, you weren't the alcoholic, but you lived with one. What if what if the addiction is like sex or same thing? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's not just well. There are for treatment of alcohol. Well, there are twelve step meetings for sex addicts and, also, and is but it's not called AA, but it's still a. It's called still, Sex Addicts Anonymous. Okay, but and rooted in the same uh-huh. concept, same twelve steps, okay. same slogans, all of that. So Got any it. of those programs. Uh, are going to be the same. And what's nice about it, because a lot of some people who have a problem with drugs or alcohol or sex have co addictions, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and for the people in Al Anon, for us, it was more about us being addicted to the person that we thought sure. had the problem. Sure, sure. You know, sure. whereas really my problem was my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. When my problem is my problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So much easier when my problem is your problem. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? So, and also there are people who, who grew up in a family system where there were no, no, addictions that they are aware of but they were raised in a family they they were raised in a traumatic system that had had some sort of historical base around AA so the Mm -hmm. behaviors that people learn they will pass those down Mm -hmm. to you know my mother and dad uh, I mean they barely drank at all but they were probably religious addicts Mm -hmm. I mean because they were very 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 
fundamental with mm-hmm. that and and some of that they could have used Al-Anon and really once I got into Al-Anon my mom and dad read the books and they were like oh my gosh this is so helpful mm-hmm. because like step one they didn't feel like they were powerless over my sister and I and stuff but anyway so that's kind of too long Perfect. probably no I love okay. the background and for people who aren't familiar with AA or Al-Anon I think it's super helpful yeah Good. So this is a little blurb on what the Al-Anon slogans are about. Unlike some of Al-Anon's practices and principles that take a while to learn and apply, the Al-Anon slogans are easy to learn and remember. You may have heard them. You may have heard some of these slogans uh, hundreds of times before ever taking them seriously or trying to put them to work. After all, they are cliches and easy to disregard, but it is their very simplicity that make them so powerful. I love it. Okay, cool. I'll I'll read like the first one and then we'll go around. Okay, the first one is how important is it? And so, for example, in one of our Al-Anon books, Hope for Today, it says, it's not important for me to comment on everything I hear. It is important Mm. for me to let go and let others make the decisions for themselves. Mm. So that's good, isn't it? And that before we get involved in it, we ask ourselves, how important is it? Mm -hmm. And really, is it my business? God, I could really work on that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I know. Holy cow. I know. Why why do you say that, Tom? How do you see that manifest in your life, if you don't mind Um, me asking? I think I've definitely gotten better with this question, asking myself that, um, (laughs) because I don't always. But I definitely, with age, I have learned to ask myself that, but mainly I'm going to be teaching that to my daughter. That's that's the main reason I'm speaking up because right now, you know how girls are, especially that age. Everything is like the most important thing. (laughs) Um, There's no middle ground. It's just either insanity or dead. (laughs) It's those are the two options. Yeah. <laughs> dead. Yep, you have a girl. So I definitely will be using that one as as I keep raising her and whatnot. You know, I think that's a great one. I, yeah. I think that is so powerful for parents because you when you to your point, Tom, when you water down or when you talk too much or over explain or lecture too long uh-huh. or yeah. or say the same thing 10 different ways, it really does water down the point. I mean, I think that this is, Craig is so good at this. And and because of it, his boys listen to him. Yeah. They really, Yeah, because, rather than shutting down their ears. Yes, it's not wasted. Because it's going to be a sermon. Yeah, like yeah. mine. <laughs> <laughs> Where Carter put up, puts up his hand and says, Ma, I got it. I'm like, dang it, I did it again. <laughs> That's great advice. Well, uh, this also says, Alaron helped me to let live by teaching me about detachment and helping me to see that many of my problems stemmed from minding everybody's business but my own. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you think, how important is it? Not, well, not that. I mean, some things are really important. Yeah, but a lot is but not. A, uh-huh. And, you know, like, I can remember when my girls were uh, teenagers, and I would get so frustrated with them for talking back to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, if, if I'd had that, you know, before I, I mean, once I learned that, 
I learned to be okay with them just being annoyed with me. Oh, rather my, than my children are consistently annoyed with me, and you—that is a great place to get. It's like I don't care if you're upset with me. Yeah, like I, you still have to do the dishes. Yeah, and get a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But a yeah. lot of people feel very unsettled with that. I get that. Yeah, and and uh, and I I can find sometimes I find myself thinking I need to comment on everything that mm. somebody does, mm-hmm. like in my family or something that affects me, you know, or giving advice to my girls about their children. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're really good at that. Yeah, it's just I just try to keep my mouth shut a little, even though it may be important, but it's not on my side of the street, like right. that said. Right. So you keep going because all I have is a screenshot. I can't oh. I can't read the explanations. Oh, you, if you go. No, to, no, no. Are you, you just sure? Yeah. Oh, OK. Uh, easy does it. Easy does it suggest not only that I learn to slow down, but also that I learn to lighten up. Today, I will strive to take a more accepting attitude toward myself and to enjoy the day regardless of what I achieve. Oh, I'm really good at that. You are? Yeah. That's good. I I think you are too. Well. I don't get bogged down by, like, I know Tom does. Like, if he doesn't get his to-do list done, don't you get all torqued up, Tom? Yeah, I I, I can get a little uneasy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if it's not all perfect, you can get a little sideways, right? Haven't you said that before? Ask somebody if they've ever, (laughs) anybody who's been riding in a golf cart with me, if they get antsy and write the scores in without my permission, there's a problem. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Wait, you want well, to, wait, wait. You know, I, I'm totally, I'm being dead serious. Like, I start that card in my handwriting, it's going to stay in my handwriting. No. Because yes, you want to wow. make know, sure but, they're being Because I can't look down there and see one of the scores in somebody else's handwriting. It, may, it would make my brain explode. <laughs> I, would, I will erase their handwriting and then do it in mine. That is, huh? That, you you probably just made everybody feel so much better about their I, shit. I, I am dead serious. You can talk to any of my friends out there. They'll be like, "Yeah, we don't touch that card." That is so. What? That's so. Oh, funny. So she's about to go, go full therapy on you. Yeah, no, so, no, no, no. Does so it. Next time I'm playing golf, I'm just going to be like, when uh-huh. I'm walking back to the cart, uh-huh. easy does it. Breathe. Do one hole at a time. Yep. Today, I'm going to be able to let them write down my score. <laughs> it's one little step at a well, time. If your scores were so good that you had a wall framed with all of the cards, that would be one thing. <clears throat> Fair. I'll. I'll uh, I'll tell you what, I'll bring, for next week, I'll bring all my scorecards for the week, and you can see them all, and you'll see what I'm talking about. (laughs) How much golf are you playing this week? Uh, Well, because I'm going on a golf trip tomorrow, it's going to be quite a bit. So, Tom, speaking of golf, I've totally thought of you the other day. I was playing golf with Craig, and it was real slow, so we paired up with... uh, two guys that were ahead of us. Uh-huh. I commend you for that. I wish more people did that. Yeah, so it's 2-2. Two, two. So anyway, 2-2 <clears throat> two, two became 4 because there was a 5 some ahead. Anyway, it was getting way backed up. Yeah. And um, I, the second hole, here came the question. To Craig, not to me. So Craig, what do you do? <laughs> and I thought of our conversation last week and how you said... 
like on the golf course when when people ask you what do you do and you have to like let go of your ego because you're a stay-at-home dad i was like oh this <laughs> i do we giggled about it like i bet you can't go two holes without somebody asking you that's Definitely so not. That's Mom, so funny. What do you do for a living? And they didn't even give a shit about me. Like, there's no way <laughs> yeah, she like you works. were invisible. It's a definite like, dude thing to ask. It is. Like, why don't you ask me what I do? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, I can remember when, you know, when Tom and I had, like, if we were in Arizona or something and we were playing golf and we had to pair up with somebody because they wouldn't let four, I mean, twosomes on the course. Mm. And I would get on that first tee and I would feel like that I was about to hit a drive for every woman in the entire world. (laughs) And if it was good, I was like, yes. And if it was bad, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have a lot of the same feelings about that. Uh Like, I love being a... If I'm having a good game and I'm playing with people that I don't know well, I'm like, see, girls can play. Yeah, exactly. totally have that too. Okay. All right. There's one more sentence with this. Improving okay. our own attitudes and our own state of mind takes time. Haste and impatience can only defeat our purposes. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Easy does it. That's yeah. The, yeah, easy does it. Yep. Okay. So that is probably all we can get into this episode. Oh, okay. Well... If we're oh. doing them in three. Yep, we're going to do them in three. So let's close it up. Okay. And, um, well, you guys are going to have to wait until next week to hear the next slew. We're on a we're on a tight, running a tight ship today. So we got to <laughs> close up shop early. But we hope you have an amazing week. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Ta-da. Ta-da.